in the sun-dappled streets of ancient Rome, where togas were de rigueur and olives were the Kardashians of snack foods, sauntered Gaius Voluminus, a man of elevated social stature, owing to his lucrative business of exporting Roman numerals to far-off lands. Ah, yes. Places like Egypt and Babylon were desperately in need of X's and V's and I's. Among his compeers, Gaius was considered stupendously wealthy, but abominably unlettered. He couldn't tell a scroll from a rolling pin. Yet he walked the cobbles with sandals imbued with diamonds that had never met coal, and gold so pure it sang operas when struck. Beside him hobbled Crassus, his lifelong servant, clutching a bronze goblet filled with Gaius's elixir of choice. Grape juice with a splash of cynicism. Crassus was also his financial advisor, who believed that money had wings and that being frugal was just a birdcage. Today, they were navigating their way to the forum for a fete that promised opulence in the manner of a peacock wearing a top hat. But first, they needed to pass through the woods where Pan, the goat-legged god, was known to frolic and seduce nymphs, thus embodying the term sly goat. Through the woods they ventured, where olive trees murmured to each other in rustling prose, and Pan, with a wink as mischievous as a cat in a fish market, appeared. Ah, Gaius, headed to the forum, are we? Wearing the entire treasury of Rome on your feet, no less. Pan, you vagrant with a flute, still tricking woodland creatures into dance-offs, Gaius bellowed, chuckling so hard his belly waves almost capsized his toga. I must say your riches could solve a dozen moral dilemmas in Arcadia, Pan sighed, playing a ditty that sounded like satire set to music. It was then that Gaius was confronted with a dilemma. The thought appeared like an uninvited guest who eats all the hors d'oeuvre. What if, he pondered, wealth should be used for? Oh, what's the term? Common good. Common good? Crassus spilled his grape juice. Sir, that's like putting a saddle on a fish. Unperturbed. Gaius thought of diverting his numeral export profits to Pan's Forest Conservation Fund, and perhaps throwing in a few extra characters like Q and Z for biodiversity. The Roman numeral market wouldn't even notice their absence, like plucking a feather from a chicken engulfed in flames. And so the forum's fat went ahead with one less peacock. Gaius invested in trees, not togas, Pan, in return, dedicated a tune to Gaius. A song so enchanting it made olives dance and even caused Caesar to pause mid-stab. In time, Arcadia became the emerald jewel of antiquity and Gaius was known as the man who rewrote numbers to spell kindness. Ah, the lessons we learn when navigating between opulence and the common good. As the Romans never actually said, but very well could have, Vani, vidi, vegetables. Indeed, Gaius came, saw, and it cultivated. 
And the Romans learned that sometimes X marks the spot, not for treasure, but for trees that keep on giving. Ah, the verdant absurdity of it all.